Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast. Today, we got special guest Dave from How to Beast, How man. To what's beast? up, dude? How are what's you? going on, bro? It's good to be here, man. Hey, man. Welcome this is going to be a lit one, man. All right, guys, let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome to Fresh Fit Podcast. Guys, you want to hear a funny story? <laughs> so we tell the funny story. Where you guys are gonna okay. pull me out blast real quick? Patreon.com/slash/freshfit. Oh man, they about to cook me here in a second. All right, Patreon.com/slash/freshfit, guys. Where you guys can find all the exclusive behind-the-scenes content. We had a Zoom call with our guys earlier today. It was it was fantastic. We talked about girls, uh, fitness, uh, money, everything else like that. Also, guys, we are on. Spotify, Google, and Apple Podcasts, every single platform they listen to podcasts, we are on. Just make sure you wear headphones because you will definitely get canceled if you don't. And then uh, what else? We also got merch, guys. Merch. T-shirts. You get the Legacy Unplugged Finish shirts. Fresh I feel like. Podcast t-shirts. We I also got a brand like. new t-shirt called I Feel Like, which is hilarious, uh, which is there. Go ahead and check it out because uh, as you guys know, every time we bring these girls on our show, they always say I Feel Like when I give them facts. Also yep. got a new YouTube channel, Fresh If It Clips. And we're also on Twitch, Twitch. guys. Twitch.tv slash Fresh and Fit Podcast. And also for our late night vlogs behind the scenes, Fresh Print CEO vlog, YouTube, check it out. He's going to be in there as well. There you go. And uh, get the free ebook, guys. I'm plugging into the matrix of fitness and game uh, so you can get on my email list so I can shamelessly sell things to you. Cool. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, go ahead, Fresh. I know you yeah, want to cook man, me right got, now. Well, so. Actually, we got how to be in the house. Hey, yeah. hey, first. Man. <laughs> so, so I, I get off my flight. And by the way, my flight was delayed hours. So y'all were expecting me here at 5 p.m. Yeah. I get in my flight and, and Myron tells me, hey, bro, just you know, shoot me a text and you land. We'll be there 20 minutes. It's close by. So I get off the flight, send him a text to deliver. But like, I land. I landed. Right, we get our bags. We get out. We get off. We we, we make it out to like outside the area. Mm-hmm. And I'm filming this too. He hasn't replied yet. I call. This goes right to voicemail. I send him another text. I send him a DM. And I'm like, man, I'm I'm about to have to call an Uber. Look at shaky. <laughs> kind of shaky. So I mean, they were they were t- they were hyping up their hospitality before I got here too. <laughs> VIP treatment, huh? VIP. So what happened was the debate with the girls the other night. Took a toll on Myron Gaines. On Myron Gaines. And look, he's, he's human. human. He's human, guys. I mean, sh- that's a lot to handle. However, your boy Fresh Prince CEO came through. <laughs> so I saw his, his DM. I was like, oh, shit. So then I responded. We did the video call, oh, whatever. Then, then Fresh called me, yo, Myron sleep. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hold on, Myron sleep. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, here we go again. So I have to travel across Brickle. <laughs> I come up here to the studio, knock on the door. Myron doesn't wake up. So what we do is um, I have the Wi-Fi. I play music through the Wi-Fi. So I blast music throughout the studio. Yo, what was that song? That shit was trash, by the way. Hey, that, 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 that <laughs> what was, was that song? Uh, something Joyner. I, I don't know the name. But I was playing it. I'm it's like, like Kendrick Lamar, some old shit. I was like, some, what is this garbage? Damn. But finally, my game's under the door. Yo, what's up, man? Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, well, here we are. But see, you know what's funny? When you come for the, the late night show, you're going to understand why. This, this, this shit happens. That's tomorrow night, yeah? Tomorrow night. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, yo, I, okay. I just got to give myself the... <laughs> Stupid. And yeah, I fucked up. Uh, <laughs> definitely, I apologize to Dave, man. Like, yeah, yeah, I owe yeah, him yeah. one. Uh, like, yeah, guys, this debating these uh, these women this late at night, uh, it's been messing me up. But no excuse. 
I overslept way too over, See, way too overslept. The chat knows Jordan Lucas as far as so thank you, Jeff, for uh, backing me up with the music. All right, <laughs> he's um, all right. He's all right. Right, yeah. anyways, with that uh, said, I deserve that roast. Um, yeah. So anyway, so real quick, real quick. <laughs> uh, per principal, uh, welcome, super supporter. Thank you, brother. Donald Marco for that. Thank you. Super. Donald Marco. We got Jade Salmon, new supporter as well. Q Dupe, the beat. The Red Pill Chauvinist, welcome. Uh, Lessons, L. FFF Class Trash Tuber. Christopher Campbell and Tevin Foster. Welcome yeah, you guys for being new fam- yeah. family. Thank you guys for joining the team, man. But uh, but yeah, besides my fuck-ups, uh, yeah. I'll read these super chats real quick. Uh, okay. How to Beast, channels like this, and the roommates keep men from becoming jaded. Been asking for the collaboration for ages. Yay, man. Yeah. I, and, and I'll tell you guys this. Um, oh, Sydney McTell, uh, $2. How, How to Beast in, in the, the building. building. Yeah, building. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and we're good? We're caught up, Chris? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Cool. Uh, real quick, before we ask the first question, I want to say myself, I am a fan. I've been watching your channel for quite a few years now, uh, since way back in the day when you were running around trying to pick up chicks on Com Ave in Boston. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for some of you guys that don't know, uh, Dave went to Boston University. I went to Northeastern University. For anyone that's from the Boston area or went to school in Boston, you already know that we're rivals. Uh, we hate BU. We always used to say, sucks to BU. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we were over on Huntington Ave and they were on Com Ave. And, you know, I was watching back in the day when you were like, you know, teacher pickup on how to like talk to girls uh, on the street and, you know, cold approaching back then. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. And uh, yeah, when did you graduate? I was going to ask you the same. I graduated 2012. What about you? Uh, 2013, but we're, I think we're the same age. I'm 31. 31. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, okay. Yeah. We literally graduated. Yeah. Cause, uh, Northeastern is a five-year school for those that don't yeah, know. Yeah. Do a one-year internship, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's called the co-op program. So yeah, no, man. Uh, <laughs> so you were in college the same time I was and, uh, in Boston, man, I always say it's like one of the best cities to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're not going to go to like a big party school out in the middle of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Like that has a big sports team, uh, going to school in Boston is like the me- next best thing you could do. So, um, so for the people that don't know, man, can you introduce yourself to the audience? We know who you are. Yeah. We love the content. But can you tell them who they tell the people who you are? How far back do you want me to take it? Uh, it's a diapers, man. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> How to be. <laughs> nah, so, yeah, Boston's where I grew up. We spent a lot of summers in Spain. My family, my father's family's from Spain. They all still live over there. Okay. Mm. Uh, but Boston's where I grew up. Went to school in BU. Uh, lived in Boston for years after that, and the, like, and actually in the city, right? You grew up in the city, like no. So now? I grew up South Shore. Okay, I, I grew up South Shore. It's if you're not from Boston, like eh, it's Boston. Yeah, yeah, yeah twenty yeah. twenty minutes outside of the city. Yeah, yeah. but in the, I grew up in the suburbs. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, went to BU, graduated. Yeah, first I was working as a software engineer for about a year, and I just I wasn't loving it, man. It was not. It was not really what I wanted to do. So I actually quit that. Did uh, personal training for a few years, and throughout mm. that time. I was kind of juggling personal training. I was still doing some consulting for my software company. And that's when a lot of the content started. I started experimenting with, you know, blogs was kind of blogging was the main thing back then. I messed around with some podcasting. And then eventually you got to YouTube and YouTube was kind of like the last thing I was going to do because uh, it was after blogging for a few years, you know, my kind of my, my following kind of plateaued out a little bit i wasn't making as much money as i wanted to and i was i was honestly on like the brink of like man maybe i'll just go back applying to software jobs and having mm-hmm. that like that steady income yeah mm-hmm. but i was like man i've never tried youtube i i love consuming youtube i was just kind of intimidating for me to pick up a camera you don't know that much about camera gear when you're getting started it's kind yeah. of intimidating being thrown on a camera yeah and it was like it, it was intimidating but that was 2017 january i i, I bought a camera Sony RX100 Mark V. So some of y'all watching might know what that is. Okay. Like a thousand dollar camera. It was a yep. big investment for me at the time. Yep. Right. And I've been done two videos a week ever since then, ever since January 2017. And then like halfway yeah. through that year is when 
all of a sudden, this is a lot of the pickup videos earlier. The yep. big the videos that the channel grew on the first year, a lot of them were approaching girls yep. around Boston. <laughs> some on Comab, some down on like Boylston as well, and like Newberry, Newberry Street. Yeah, dude, I'm right. Yeah, yeah. That's how I found you actually. Three years ago, I saw your video, How to Approach Women. That's how I knew who you were back then three yeah, years ago yeah. no i mean it's funny because those are the one if you look at my channel look at the top view videos and some of them are kind of cringy looking back because man it's my top view video on my channel it bothers me to this day it's like five million or something this was actually already after i was dating my girlfriend julia and she was filming the video she filmed a lot of these videos for me mm -hmm. and it was like i was like man i need to get a video done for tomorrow she's like she's like i got class but she was doing her her master's in at uh okay it's BU now. It was, oh man, I can't remember that she's getting coming. She's probably watching, but, <laughs> <laughs> but she was doing her master's and she was like, yo, we got, we got like 30 minutes to film these approaches. And if you're filming an approach video, it's not, you got to like set up the camera, wait for like an attractive girl to come by. Oh, we know. Yeah. No, it's not, it's not as easy as just walking out by yourself and like casually talking to girls. It's, it's like a whole, it's a whole thing. Right. And so she's like, yo, you, if, if anything, like, we got, we got we got 20 minutes now we got 15 minutes now so it's like the most rushed like just like anxious approach just to get a video done and of course that's the video that has like five million views yeah. <laughs> and that was like the cheesiest approaches i was like not nah, try not to let the girls walk away and stuff but it's funny i mean who knows it's funny how it works you know dude that's crazy. I, I, and and I, I gotta give kudos to you bro and anyone that's a vlog channel uh you know i watched you i watched uh christian guzman max tuning uh, shout out to you guys, you know, the whole fitness YouTuber guys out there in Houston. Well, in the, at the time you were in Boston and then you were in Austin and then you moved to Houston, mm. uh, with those guys. And then we had tall guy and Mr. Organic here yeah. who are also vlogging channels. Let me tell you outside real quick, man, like <laughs> vlogging channels, vlogging is by far the hardest way to produce content on YouTube. Yeah. The hardest, because you're walking around with the camera. People think you're crazy. You're recording yourself. They're like, what the hell? Like, who is this dude? Some people don't want to be on camera. It's weird. You go into places, they tell you no. Trying to film in the gym is a pain in the ass. So, guys, like, appreciate, like, vloggers, man, because that is not easy. easy whatsoever, man. And then, like, the transitions, like, um, you and Max, man, you guys, like, literally make, like, uh, Christian as well. You guys make vlogs that are, like, super high quality. The transitions are crazy. The drone shots all that stuff, which you know what? Let's show his channel real quick, guys, because I want you guys to look at it. Um, how to runs how to beast is his YouTube channel, guys. Uh, it's a fitness slash lifestyle type um channel, and there's some uh, with some dating stuff in there as well. And uh, man, you guys want to talk about production quality? These guys are a big inspiration as to why I took it so serious with the podcast, with the good mics, the good uh mic uh cameras, all that other stuff. Like, it's like watching a movie when you watch these guys' vlogs, man. Him, Max Tuning, Christian Guzman. Damn. All those guys. Like, look at this crap. Pouring water. Look at this. Just pouring water. Protein powder. He just bought some protein powder. What is that? Or, no, pre-workout, right? It's pre-workout. Yeah. yeah. It just, my man, let's do a pre-workout. Movie clip. K. Movie clip. Yeah. They're making us look bad as shit. Yo, turn this shit off. Piss me off. We <laughs> can't do this on our own shit. But now, like, guys, yeah. no, like, all jokes aside, like, fantastic production quality, bro. Yep. Like, that whole team out there in Houston, and I get it. Like, do you guys all help each other, like, film and all that other stuff down there? I wouldn't say we help each other film, but it's cool to, like, collaborate. You know, just of course, to hang of out course. with each other in the videos. Of course. Uh, me and Max have gotten to be really good friends since I live there. It's funny. We're actually, we're moving back to Austin in uh, next month, actually. Oh, you guys are? Yeah, we, 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 we built the house in Houston. Six months later, we sold it, and now we're building the house in Austin. Damn. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, because, yeah, he did, like, a whole bunch of content, like, on that new house he bought. So he's he's selling it. Get yeah. rid of it. No, me. Oh, okay, okay. So, oh, you, oh yeah, yeah, your house. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> no, but I'm saying, no, so, he's you're, not selling so, so you're going back to, you're going back to Austin. Yeah. Okay. What, why, uh, you don't like Houston, or? So I love the community in Houston. I love the people in Houston. Um, 
Austin's just like such a cool. I know you say you haven't yeah. been yet. You've been to Austin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real cool, lively downtown. Everything's yeah. kind of close and convenient. There's so, especially when you're vlogging and stuff, there's just so much to do all the time at your fingertips. And, and when I'm in, I'm someone who's not necessarily like loves the nightlife and stuff. But when I'm in Austin, like inevitably I get thrown into more situations where, like, yeah, I'll go out. You know, I'll, yeah, I'll go do this. Yeah, because it's also convenient in Houston. Like, you know, last a couple of nights ago, uh, Max and Christian, some of them went out and, and they, they invited me out. But then it was like, it was, they just kind of hit me up like 11 o'clock. Like, yo, are you coming? And it's like from where we're living, it's like 45 minutes yeah, over dude. into the city. And it's like, I'm just, it's not even worth it. So I like the community there. I like the people. I'm not ready to be living out in like the suburbs where we're living now. I'm trying yeah. to get back into the action. Yeah, you were looking for a plot of land by the water, right? Yeah, we were. We were. Yeah, we, we explored a lot of different opportunities. But yeah, at one point we were. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we stalking, bro. We stalking. We know everything about everything. you, bro. We know everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. So, so I guess my question for you is, uh, um, David, how to beast? What made you choose your name for your channel? I wish I had. People ask me this, man. I wish I had some profound statement. I was back in Boston, man. My first apartment I lived in was out in uh, in Brighton, you know. So it's a little, oh, a little bit outside. Damn, bro. Yeah. Oh man. Do you you have to, did you bike or did you take the T everywhere? Both. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. yeah. That, the green line, Brighton. So, the green line. Yeah, yeah, fuck the, the green line, dude. The trash. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's, it's broken down all the time. Yeah, but, dude. If it's I, not red or orange. You just might as well bike or walk. But that's yeah. a whole Boston thing. No, nah, man. But yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things I don't know about Boston. <laughs> but um, I was I was searching to like create my first web domain, and I was just, I was on GoDaddy. I was honestly, man, I was on the toilet. I was taking a dump. <laughs> I'm, not even, I'm not even gonna lie. I was on the toilet taking a dump. You can imagine me in there with like I think it was even on my laptop, man, to make this even more embarrassing, right? <laughs> and I was just like searching these searching these domain names. And I don't know, like, how to beast. I just it was one thing I tried. I like searched. And it was available, and I was like, hmm, ah, yeah, how to beast. And then I kind, I kind of just went with it. Yeah, yeah. Damn, man. So, and, and I just had one thing real quick because you were talking about Houston and the drive-in. Yeah. I used to live in Texas, guys. I'll tell you, man. Houston is a huge metropolitan area. For those that don't know, it's like fifty square miles, man. So, like, the whole Houston metropolitan area is like I think second or third biggest in the United States. So, when you want to, and the thing about Texas that people don't know, especially Houston, there's really no public transportation. If you don't have a car. You're fucked. You need to drive everywhere out there, man. Damn. So I know exactly what you're talking about. So you were probably out like where by like Katie or something like that, or in, in the... yeah, we're out we're out in that direction, and it's just yeah. yeah but dude. even when you're going downtown, the traffic. Yeah, but even if you're going downtown, someone's like, "Oh, let's meet for dinner here," and they're like, oh, "Okay, cool, yeah, you get a dinner." And they go, like, "Oh, we'll go to this like this drink spot after." It's right around the corner. It's like it's like thirty minutes. Yeah, drive. And you're still downtown. Yeah. You're like midtown instead of uptown. Instead yeah, of the height. There's like a million niches downtown. Houston. I mean, Texas in general is super spread out. It's such a big state. So I know exactly where I'm from. Like yeah. with that, because some people might not know. Like, oh, why don't you want to stay there? It's like, nah, bro. Like the the Houston metropolitan area is huge. So. Yeah, I want to go to Texas, man, because uh. I, I don't know if you know Nate got keys. He's a, a YouTuber over there. He yeah. does like good looking pranks. Yep. I'm going to go visit him. A bunch of people out there in Texas. Te Texas is a good state, man. If I wasn't here in, in Florida, I'd be in Texas. Oh, wow. You know, it's, 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 it's cheap to live there. Gas is cheap. Food is cheap. It's a very self-sustained state. What you about know, the girls? Where the hoes at? Oh, they ain't as hot as here, though. That's, oh. that's that's facts, yeah. They okay. Never mind. I'll Houston doesn't come close to Miami. <laughs> so I'll say that. I, so I, I haven't I haven't been out of Miami. It's my first time in Miami. Oh, you, so, so I can't it. I can't comment on that. But I, I mean, I love living in Texas. Yeah, 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 I'm kidding. Okay, so um, sorry, you were, you had some. No, so um, I guess the next question is: If I'm a first time YouTuber uh, slash vlogger, what should I do to get started? Because I feel like you have a blueprint that works for you and it works for other people as well. So what's the first thing I should do as a new YouTuber or vlogger? Uh, like not overthink it too much, man. Like at first I was filming on my iPhone before I even invest. Well, I will say that when I made that investment for that first camera, that's when I actually stayed consistent. Right? Yeah. Before that, I was on the iPhone. It was like I was kind of like converting some old blog posts and YouTube videos, like talking into the camera. Uh, I mean, the main thing is like kind of 
commit to a posting schedule probably like once a week at first yeah just make videos that you're excited to make yeah. i think a lot of people get really like you know anxious well, like well, what does my channel need to be about it's like well honestly man until you you say you've made a lot of videos you're not going to know what you're <clears throat> excuse true. me you're not going to know what type of content you enjoy making yeah and even more importantly you're not going to know what type of content you enjoy making that like actually like can attract an audience so the way i always look at it is like I just want to make every video I make. I want to make it a little bit better than the last one. So maybe my, my on-screen presence is like a little better just because I'm more comfortable talking to the camera. Maybe, uh, you know, the lighting adjustments on the camera look better. So I'm not so like overexposed. It's like, a, it's a cleaner looking shot. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe I, I'm experimenting with background audio while I'm talking. It just, I look at each video and I've been doing it for a long time now. So it's not as prominent, obviously, you know, diminishing marginal returns with anything, but like uh, at first it was really like every video is like, all right, what am I going to kind of experiment with this video? both in terms of the content, but also terms of like the, the, the workflow for creating it. And just like, think about it, like, it's like anything in life, right? If I just like each video levels up like 0.01% better over one year, I look back and I'm like, damn, my videos are a lot better. Mm. You, Do you edit those yourself or? Uh, so most of them I edit myself. Um, Patrick's here with me. He yeah. he helps me a lot in Austin. Um, Shout out to Patrick. Shout out to Patrick, by the way, with the epic beard. <laughs> uh, so I've worked with like he would do a lot of like the cinematic edits while I was in Austin in Houston. I, I haven't worked with a videographer. So Julia actually has gotten really good with the gimbal. So she does a lot of the filming where it's like a gym edit or something. But, uh, you know, yeah, I edit them all myself at this point. Dude, what, what do you use? Do you use Premiere, Adobe Premiere? Or what Premiere, do you use? yeah, Premiere Pro, yeah. Man, and that is not easy, guys, to get those transitions and stuff. Like now, like I used to watch it like, you know, before I got into YouTube, I used to watch it be like, wow, this stuff's pretty dope. Now as a content creator myself, I'm like, wow, this stuff is really dope. Like I'm like able to appreciate the drone shots, the cutscenes, the transitions. Like that that stuff is hard, bro. Like that was one thing I was like, I ain't gonna do no goddamn editing, man. Bro, I told him for, it's tough for our vlogs, bro. I'm not. I'm doing it raw, bro. Here's the video. Take it how you want it. Like everything else you do. All right, let's get to anyone. OJ five dollars. Uh, peace, bros, and the homie cooking up. Uh, you know how that go. Uh, have a dope show. Thank you so much. D'Angelo uh, Bonflow, 399 Super Sticker. Thank you so much. Big Hick, 20 hours. My journey to become the best version of myself started with How to Be Excited for this collab. Absolutely. And then $2, Manny Singh. When are you going to bring on Aaron Marino? Don't worry, guys. I'm on. I'm going to talk to him. We will bring him. Mm -hmm. uh, sir, Mr. Jason, salute to the Beast Nation. Thank you. Fresh and fit for the collab. Keep up the great work. Stay beastly. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, $20. Uh, Gains, bro. Shout out to Fresh Fit and How to Beast. Best collabo. Absolutely. There you go. Um, and then uh, $10, Amp. Uh, stay beastly respect both you both to youtube channels got to download the app and i want to talk to you about your beastly app as well Let's talk about um you. and then um five uh one dollar kazanari thank you hey uh sergio, sergio. mejia uh, had a beast and fresh fit been waiting for this collab wish you guys the best keep up the great content guys wrote to seven figures and bread and subs absolutely on our bar 10 bucks give yourselves a don to marker for this content and the 100k plaque question for the guests <laughs> if you weren't doing youtube what do you think your career would be right now Man, I don't know. I don't know. I've gotten I've gotten into a lot of the business side of things lately. We've launched a few different businesses. So it would if all of a sudden YouTube wasn't a thing yesterday, it would be it would be focusing more on those and different marketing strategies that don't involve YouTube. It would be, you know, I can't say, you know, my life is a lot. Of, I don't like a lot of people are always like, oh, you know, what's your what's your plan for the next few years? I'm like, bro, I'm just like focused on whatever I think is exciting right now. And like wherever that leads me is cool. All right. Awesome. Awesome. Um, don't worry about it. 1499. Love the vlogs, Dave. I'm a consistent watcher of your vids. Yeah, actually, you guys, the vids are fantastic. I appreciate you guys. Troy Williams, five dollars. Shows like this and Money Monday are great. Will not mind if no girls tonight. You guys deserve a break. Well, Bruh. actually, we're taking a break tonight. Yeah. But tomorrow night we got some baddies. Yeah. And some very controversial people for Do we? how to be. Oh yep. shit. Controversial girls. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Damn. Okay. So some late relationships and some. See, don't. I don't even know half the time what goes on because, <laughs> guys, keep in mind, Fresh, Fresh, and Chris really be like dealing a lot with. Chris is like the talent coordinator and the the dealing with the chicks. So like when they show up, guys, I don't know who shows up. They just show up and then I sit down and we talk and then I'm like, oh god, here we go. Like it, it'll be like in the middle of the interview and I'm like, all right, this is gonna be a tough one. You gotcha. know what I'm saying? Kevin Pagan, uh, How to Beast is one of the realest 100. I was able to improve my dating life, uh, dating slash life. Shout out to Fresh Report for putting up with these hard headed females at 1 a.m. in the morning, bro. You guys don't even know. I'm losing hair over Ooh. this shit. Don't worry about it. $20. I'll be honest and glad that there are no females tonight. Last night's show was a tough watch with all the ladies talking over each other. Myron did a great job of taking control of the show. Hey, man, you got to do what you got to do. And then we got Christian Ruiz, Houston in the house. Much love. I stay in the Cypress area. You right, Myron. The girls don't compare, and they have similar mentalities. Miami girls. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, and also I, on I believe, Twitch, sorry, yeah, on, uh, Sin for Rent donated 10 subs. So shout out to Sin hey, for Rent, man. He's hey, showing love you, bro. every single show. Sin thank for you, Rent. Man. Thank uh, you, Guys, get the subs. Get, let's get Hype Train going for um, How to Beast. So, who? KSD. Okay, KSD donated uh, how many subs, uh, Trey? It. Five subs. Five. Thank you. And Agent 48. Thank, Thank you, you guys so much. I appreciate that. Uh, all that money will be used for hookers and coke later. Christian Ruiz. <laughs> sorry, Harris Houston in the house. Much love. I stay in the Cypress area. Are you right, Mark? Oh, we read that one already, Chris. And then Raul Pena. Hello, guys. I would like to recommend Suzanne Venker as a guest, and she was on Michaela Peterson podcast. I think it would be interesting for young ladies to hear RP truths from an accomplished and married woman. Been here since 60K. And last one. Um, and then uh, Calvin82, $2 mine right after last night. I respect the hell out of you. Thank you, guys. Yeah, I appreciate it. On, guys, 10 bucks and up. 10 bucks and up, man. Because cool. we got a special guest in the house. Thanks. So uh, can you tell us a little bit about your fitness journey, man? Because obviously you're in fantastic shape. Uh, when did you start working out? How'd you get in the gym? What motivated you? And then also you started taking, well, we could talk about the the, the, the other stuff after, but mm. how'd you start with your fitness journey? Yeah, 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 no, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in, in college, growing up, I was always a scrawnier, a scrawnier dude, right? I was just naturally skinnier. I, uh, I played basketball. That was my sport growing up. Uh, in college, I think I just got to a point where I, Hey, I was because I wanted to get laid more, right? Like I want to get laid more, and I was like, all right, I need to get jacked, get these bitches. So like that's kind of what the mindset was going in. Yeah. And then I fell in love with it. You know, I don't know. It just became like a, a habit that I look forward to every day, going in the gym, trying to lift a little bit more weight, seeing my body change over time. I'm. A, I, did, I also just love like taking a bunch of pre workout, just getting like super hyped. Um, so, so I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it, it, it just it's something I've always enjoyed doing. And then you know, as you see those changes in your body, like you get. I don't know. It becomes very fulfilling. And that's when I wasn't happy with the software job. And my cousin, shout out to Matt, and uh, he's in Charlotte. He he had just quit his job and, and started doing personal training or like a year or two before. And he was enjoying it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to try it. Everyone, all my friends and family were like, quit your software job, do your personal training. Like, what are you doing? Um, but I, I really wanted to give it a shot. And uh, and I did that for a couple of years. That what didn't end up being the thing I love to do. But it, like, it just, yeah. Growing you. Yeah, no, it grew. I just fitness is always... It's not something that I could like give up, you know. If someone yeah. was like, you could, of course, I don't even know. If someone's like, you got to give up working out or like something else. I like, I like a lot. It'll be, it'll be a tough call. But it's like I, I really just, I enjoy. Work. Like today, me and Power were gonna work out this morning, and then we just ended up getting some tacos instead, <laughs> which I also couldn't <laughs> Those give, taco give up. Those tacos are epic, man. <laughs> yeah. But uh, uh, it's it, it, it's tough for me like to, to not work out, you know. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, and then you've been pretty open about, uh, you know, uh, the TRT uh, mm -hmm. usage and everything like that. Can you tell us a little bit about that and what made you go over? Because me and you are like the same age. We're both old men now. Mm. So, and for uh, anyone that doesn't know what TRT is. Oh, yeah. And you can tell them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. TRT is testosterone replacement therapy. It's essentially like a, a, a low uh, dose of testosterone to, uh, to to keep your body in like 
they, they, you know, they say keep it in like the high end of the normal range. But as you, as I think once you hit 28 or something, I forget if it's 28 or 30, like mm-hmm. uh, it's going to naturally start declining. So it's just, it, it's done to maintain healthy testosterone levels. And, and I've been completely open about the fact that yeah. even at my age, this, this is early and I wouldn't recommend other people to do it. And then I kept catch a lot of flag from other YouTubers like, well, then like, but you're doing it. So other people, anyway, people we, gonna hate. yeah, we can get you in. Win, bro. Yeah. You can, we can get in the hate if you want. But, um, I did it partly because as I've been like scaling these different businesses and keeping up with YouTube and getting older, I've just been like, it's, it takes a toll on you from like a fatigue standpoint. Yep. And then I got my test levels tested and they weren't super low to the point. It's like, yo, you really need this shit, but they were lower than I'd like to see them. So it was more, to me, it was more of like a life optimization thing. And also like I make fitness YouTube content and like being a little bit more jagged is not going to hurt anything. Of course. And I've been fully transparent about that as well. So there's a lot of different factors that went into the decision. Um, and we, we can talk more about the experience of it if you guys want. Yeah. You, and and I, before we talk about that, I just wanted yeah. to give you like some some kudos on that because yeah. like a lot of fitness YouTubers aren't transparent about that, man. Like they lie about, you know, usage or being natty or whatever it is. And you were always very open about it, man. And, uh, you know, I think it, which I guess it works to your benefit and to your detriment because like you're going to get the haters, right? That probably talk show, like, oh, you're losing your hair or whatever the fuck, right? They, I've read some of the stupid mm-hmm. comments that they leave. But at the same time, it's like, hey, you know, you're honest about it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. I guess what are the positives and negatives? Yeah. So, the, I mean, the positives are more, definitely more energy. You definitely, like, see better gains in the gym. But it's not like it's not like you're running a steroid cycle where these super course, high yeah. levels. So, it's kind of like, you know, when you first get started in the gym, you like you have your newbie gains and they level out. It yep. was kind of similar to TRT. Like, I gained a little bit more size, gained a little more strength, and then it kind of, like, levels out as your body adjusts that exactly. level. Um, uh, the main, Those are probably the main two benefits. Yeah. Um, if you're someone who struggles with like libido and like sex drive and like getting hard, like it can help you with that. That's not something I personally had an issue with. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the downsides are that it takes a while to kind of figure out like the right protocol for yourself in terms of the dosing and where you're injecting, how you're injecting. And there's been a couple times where I've gone through like a, a period where I, like I like I could tell that like my like I had a higher blood pressure, I had, like my chest mm-hmm. a little tight. Yep. And, I, and you have to like work those tweaks out. And that's why I just like don't recommend people do it because like it's not you know it's not it's not really worth it to like mess with your health on that level unless you feel it can really provide a benefit to you yeah um but th- that's the downside is more it's like making sure your protocol's right not just at first when you get started you're, everyone has this mindset of like why well, just want to have the just, just prescribe me the highest dose yeah, yeah. I, 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 I just want the highest dose yeah. like, yeah, it's, it's gonna be better more is better yeah. right but then like it's very obvious you know as i've as i've taken it and tweaked my dose over time and mine's it's lower than it's ever been i mentioned it was lower in a video like three or four months ago it's even lower than that now um is getting it to a point where like you know, you really feel good on a day-to-day basis. Exactly. And you don't feel like it's giving you like, because you actually can have to struggle sleeping. You feel yeah. like a little bit more anxious if it's too high. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, do you feel like um, someone should only use it when they plateau in the gym or just whenever they have low So, levels? I mean, I think in, in, for medically, like the, the, the time to use it is when it's like actually like interfering with your quality of life. And okay. like, that's generally going to be for people probably, you know, in the mid to late 30s at the earliest. But when like, Let's say like you you do have you can you know you can't get an erection. Maybe you you have extremely low energy levels, extremely low fatigue. Like th- those are going to be times when it's probably worth it to get your levels tested to see if you're if you're in a really low testosterone range. Because if you, if if you're in that range, then maybe it could be a benefit to you. But you know you, you got that's what the importance of getting tested is. Check well. it out first. Yeah, get your blood tested. Okay, cool. Because like for me personally, like I'm not that much into the gym stuff, but I'm getting into it now. And uh, just watching him is like, bro, like this guy has crazy energy, mm. except for when he's sleeps at the morning time. yeah it doesn't this pick us true. up <laughs> but yeah this is true okay when i yeah i mean i i uh I, i've never taken anything guys but yeah i mean at some point like it's gonna happen where your t's gonna naturally start to drop and your 
you might need to like supplement with something to get you back to like, you know, like you said, homeostasis. But um, yeah, man, I mean, I, I've just always appreciated how you were honest about it because so many people in the fitness industry, bro, are not honest about that stuff. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, it, it's just like you're one of the few guys that like talk about the positives and the negatives and you talk like you're open about it. Yeah. So that's uh, that's definitely very interesting. Do we have any super chats, Chris, or no? Yes, we do. Yeah, we, we do. do. Okay, I'll read them real quick and then we will transition over to the dating stuff. Oh, yeah. Mon- <laughs> Monoraka S1, 10 bucks. Hey, gu- hey, you guys, must have Jordan Peterson on the show. Can you guys get him on the podcast? That'll, that'll be a pay-per-view ep- uh, <laughs> podcast. Name your likes, how many likes you want. Let's start a petition. Uh, Jordan Peterson. I mean, yeah, I, I'm a fan of his stuff, man. But Go it's spam gonna be him. tough. Go, it's gonna be tough. Go spam, Go spam him. him. Yeah, there you go. But he won't come on our thing though. We're too controversial. Uh, P- Positivity Central, tw- ten dollars. Love the content, fellas. Keep it up. All right, and then yeah. uh, Monarchist again. If Jordan Peterson can get Matthew McConaughey on his podcast, why not you guys? And if you guys can manage hype the fresh and fit meets Jordan Peterson, the father of RP, the Ultra Instinct Grandmaster. Um, okay, okay. And how to beast? Are you and Greg Doucette cool? Yeah, That's we're from Fred Ford. Yeah, we're cool. We're cool. We we I'm, we're not like super super friendly, but but if you look at, what, I did, did, he, did I, he talk smack about you or no, something? No, like no, no. He oh. he never did. But I did a video responding to him and uh, Scott Herman's another YouTuber. Who, oh who yeah, did, who did I know kinda, Scott. That's another OG in the fitness. Yeah, game he kind of did talk smack about me. But Greg Greg Duce said didn't. I think people because What's I did Scott Herman say. Uh, man, watch watch my response, but I don't want to. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll check it out. Okay, all right. No, was, well, no, he's he's big, bro. He's been in it for a minute. You no, know, he's, he's OG for sure. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, been yeah. in it for yeah. a minute. But damn, maybe hating on a lot of people, bro. He talks shit about Chris Jones too. Um, okay, TRT works uh, for your overall health. Mine is supervised by a doctor. Thank absolutely, you, as you should always, as you should always do it. Cool. Uh, thank you, Wayne, for that. Oh, um, okay. Did you have some? Yeah. Okay. So I want to get into like the, the dating stuff. Are you uh, finished, uh, no, finished? that's what I was gonna go next to. Cool. Yeah. So you have a lot of videos about dating, right? Some are high quality, some are like from way back in the past. What is your opinion currently on the dating market right now? So when you ask my opinion on the dating market, like what, what specifically do you mean? Like <laughs> if I'm a guy, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I'm like young, 20, 22 to like 28. Like, is it worth dating now? Like, what do you think right now for as a guy dating in the marketplace versus girls, Western girls? Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Uh, you know, I know you guys are a Red Pill podcast, and like the the main thing is like your your value on the market, right? So like you can, it's worth it. I think if you're someone like who has a background like me, where I was very anxious, and low confidence talking to girls, like you want to invest some time, I think, in just a, being around and exposing yourself to girls more, so it doesn't feel like this crazy thing anymore. Yeah. yeah but at the same sure. time, like your main focus needs to be on things that are going to like provide value, not only to your dating life, but the rest of your life. I mean, I'm not, I'm sure this is a very standard opinion on this show. Right. But like, if you're working on getting fit in the gym, well, like you're going to be better off just regardless of dating and women, but you're also gonna be more attractive to girls. Yeah. If you're just really focused on your career or your business or whatever you're trying to do and leveling up there, well, like you're probably gonna be making more money. You're going to be more like fulfilled with the things that you're doing and you're going to be happy. It's also going to make you more attractive to girls. So, uh, you know, it's, it's like uh, if I was single now, I'd have a much higher dating market value than I had the last time I was single just because I have continued to put work in on myself. Um, but th- that's I, that should just be people's mindset, I think, in general. And it's tough if you're someone who's like really a scarcity mindset with girls. You haven't had much success and you just kind of feel really down on yourself when you see your friends and other people, you know, hooking up with hot girls or having or girlfriends. Um, so it's a hard thing to tell someone, I think, who's like really like down on their dating life to be like, oh yeah, it's easy. You know, you're coming from a place of privilege. It's easy for you to tell, tell me like yeah. that I shouldn't worry about it, but it's not so much that you shouldn't worry about it. So you should like acknowledge that like 
look, man, if, if you're really having no success with girls, like realistically, that means like, you know, you may be like here if we're just like talking roughly and like, you know, if you get more attractive, you get a little more fit, you work on your style, you're doing bigger things with your life. Well, then now, like, even though you haven't even tried talking to any girls, like your value is going to be here and you're going to do that much less work. Yeah. Well said, man. Yeah. I feel like a lot of guys, like you said, they're at a slump right now and they don't want to hear to level up. But by them leveling up in like fitness, finances, even their mentality, guess what? Now the girls that look past you uh, when you were in the slump, they're actually looking at you like, damn, who is this guy? Yeah. So you attract rather than chase. Yeah. And and I think uh, it's very important that we let guys know, because we said on this podcast all the time, there's no way around it, bro. You got to self-improve. You know what I'm saying? As women have made more money and become more successful themselves, well, they're going to want someone at bare minimum, they're equal. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, I think it was either New York Post or one of these uh, mainstream uh, news outlets that were like saying like most uh, women find most men as like uh, financially unattractive or economically unattractive. And that's because women, there's more women in college now and women are earning men, you know, contrary to the wage gap like that girl tried to argue with me the last week, but that's a whole other thing. Um, but yeah, no, man, I agree with you. Like you got to yeah. level up at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's, you know, and it, you do it for yourself. You don't do it for the girls. You do it literally for yourself. And then a byproduct should be the women. Well, it's like you're getting a guaranteed, re re you're getting a guaranteed return on that time and energy you're investing in, yep. in, in terms of like the benefits you're getting from your own life. And then yeah. you got to look at like the way I, the, way, the analogy I use in my channel a lot is like, you got to like, if you got to like bake, you're going to. Girls are like the fucking like cherry on the top of the cake and like the baking the cake is like, you know, building up like your body and your income and your mindset. So like that if your life is, uh, you know, is all in order, you got this dope cake and it's cool if you get a like little cherry on top of the cake and like a little icing or a little like design on the top of the cake. That's cool. It makes your life a little bit cooler. But if like that's not on the cake, you still got a dope cake you can enjoy. It's not, you know, facts. It's not, you know, being single is not like being not having a girl constantly in your life doesn't mean you're going to be miserable all the time if you have facts. other things you're working on. Mm -hmm. Facts. I feel like uh, like we saw all the time on the show, dating girls is a luxury once you've uh, created value for yourself. Facts. You know what I'm saying yeah. so. Mm -hmm. You could do it before. Yeah, you could date girls before when you're broke. But at the same time, what are you really gaining? You're getting some box on the side, but you're still struggling as a, as a human being. So to yeah. me, it's like it's cool to smash girls when you're broke. But at the end of the day, working yourself first, so you get everything at, at the same time. And you, you, and you get way higher quality girls. But you got you got guys who who are like super hardcore into like pickup and stuff, but they haven't leveled up their life at all. And you see them going out to the bars and the clubs night after night, investing all this time. And it's like, man, like I see the girls you're getting with. And like, is that, is that you're dedicating Facts. your entire life to this right now to come away yep. with like a little something just from like the middle of the pack, maybe, you know, dude, thank you. So bro, we were literally talking <laughs> yep. with guys earlier today about that on our night zoom club. call, how, you know, you can go ahead and cold approach all day and get a bunch of chicks, but like, bro, <laughs> like, unfortunately like chasing after women typically is not going to make you money like it's going to make you lose money if anything mm -hmm. so you it's better for you to just become attractive like build the empire and then let them kind of come new because they're going to come correct anyway yep. you're going to benefit yourself and you're not going to waste a bunch of times because i'll be honest man courting women is a huge waste of time like not it takes a lot of time bro if you're going to go out and like pick up i mean back when you were single mm. and you were cold approaching you and i both know this struggle because i'm a big cold approach advocate too Top guys in the world are closing like less than ten percent of their leads, man. Yeah, like, so I tell like, you guys, man, you approach ten girls. I mean, actually approach ten girls and talk to yeah. them. Maybe you'll get you know five numbers or so. Then maybe yeah. three of those girls respond. One of two maybe turn into a date, and maybe one of them you hook up with. Like, yeah, that's yeah. like and that's that's solid. Yeah, that's solid. That's, that's amazing. Yeah, yeah. If you can consistently close ten percent, you can teach the shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. I I think. And it's funny, too, because like when we bring girls on the show, right, they're always like, hey, what, what percentage of you guys do you think are actually like out here smashing 70, chicks? 70, 80. Yeah, bro. These girls really be thinking like 100 percent or they be like or I'll ask them if a guy talks to like, you know, 100 girls, how many think he's closing? Oh, like 50 percent, 70 percent, 80 percent. It's like women have zero idea how difficult it is to actually deal with them. You know what I'm saying? It's look, hilarious. We're saying, for example, yeah. if you want to go talk to girls, that's fine. 
but do it after you finish your work or your business. So let's say you have a, a nine to five job, you go side business. Yeah. Nine to five, you work your job, business maybe three, four hours after work. Then when you're finished, maybe like 10, 10 at night, then go out and talk to girls for practice. But don't do it at the mall for like five, six hours. Like, bro, come on, man. Like, it's a waste of time, man. Yeah. I mean, well, how much time were you back in the day when you were like cold approaching? Uh, like how much time were you spending doing that? You know, and you were filming it too, which obviously took a little bit more time because you had content to film. But like. I wasn't always filming it. You know, I mean, there's also in my like heyday of like the most time I was investing. I, but I turned into a head case, man, where like, I wouldn't recommend guys to go where I'd be, you know, driving down driving down the street in Boston to see a super hot girl. If I could pull the car over, I'd have to go talk to her just because like I wouldn't like I was I was I'd beat myself up afterwards. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I got yeah. to the point where I made it so painful not to approach girls, and it may for me personally, it might have been a step like I had to take. Yeah, to like get to the point where I was like, okay, now I can do this. Yeah, but yeah. I got to the point where if I left the house, as a matter of was at the grocery store, walking down the street, the gym, I'd just be like, you know, like, yeah, just like, like my head would be yeah. vibrating. Like, when's the next girl? Dude, that I, I, have to I, I know exactly where you're coming from, bro. Because yeah, number one, you have to train yourself to be able to like cold approach girls all the time and to get to that point where you become like emotionless when you approach girls and not care you have to take like crazy overt steps to like circumvent that anxiety and it happens a lot where like you train yourself and desensitize yourself to fight off that anxiety and you make approaches even in the most awkward time so i know exactly where you're coming from bro like you ever talk to a girl like you know it's probably a bad move because you, she probably has a boyfriend right there whatever but you make the move anyway and then he walks up like huh you're like oh my bad i didn't know dude but you you had to do it because so I know exactly where yeah, we're I think, coming from. I think like the the trick is if you're still in that stage where you have a lot of approach anxiety, like having the right mindset to be like, I need to invest some time into this. But like you're saying, like you still need to prioritize everything else over yeah, it. And I, I mean, I wasn't doing that. Like that was, you know, that was my life. And then when like dating apps started to become like accepted, you know, me and I know we talk about Dave, yeah. Dave Froda. Um, dude, me and him were living together in Boston. It would be rare there was a night when me and him weren't hanging out. with the, Like I mean, every night there'd be some girl, you know, back at the place with us. But it's with dating apps. You have that and you add approaching into it. And then all of a sudden you can schedule five dates a week. Yep. Yep. Easy. And, and, but then you're not doing anything else with it. Like you're getting back from work and it's just like, all right, now I get like I gotta go to the gym. Now that now it's time for the date. You know, yep. it's just like and it's it's it, it it can be like an unhealthy, like toxic place where it's like, all right, like what are you trying to prove to yourself, man? Yeah. Why are you trying to date five girls every week? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, dude. Real talk. I shoot three girls a day. Literally from Instagram. Bro. Yeah. I know people say like I'm capping, but no, no cap, bro. After oh, no, work, he was three dates. They know. So, yeah. <laughs> 5 p.m. work will finish yeah. from from 6 to 7 yeah. or 6 to 8. I'll go on a date. After that, hey, smash whatever. Uber home. What's next? But once you once you realize you have a system that you can replicate yeah. and, and you're in that mindset of like, you know, I just have to date as many girls as possible. Well, then you start to see, well, like if I just invest a little time here, then I can set up this day here, this day here, this day here, yep. this day here. And it becomes like a game where like you feel like like you're losing out if you're not constantly hanging out with a new girl. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly how I felt, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah man. I, you, I, know. You, you get it. You get into that, <laughs> that, that, like that headspace. And then like the other thing too, is like back then, like dating apps actually like worked. Like it wasn't like now we're like, you know, let's keep it a stack. Girls use dating apps a lot of times now, especially like Tinder or attention or whatever to like get followers on Instagram, especially here in Miami. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know what other places, what it's like, but here in Miami, like these chicks are clout chasing hundred percent promoting their only fans, whatever it is. But, uh, but yeah, so, Obviously, you were able to leave the single life, and now you are with uh, a lovely lady. How can you tell us about that? Yeah, and how did you because, for example, you obviously have experience with girls. What made you choose her over all the other girls? Because I feel like that's very important because yeah, you is, knew yeah. how to vet girls from before. So, what made you choose her over all the girls? Yeah, yeah. So, so obviously, I, I went from a place of like complete scarcity to like, okay, I proved to myself I can do this. I got my first relationship probably when I when I was still a weaker mindset, it was my first relationship, and then that lasted a year. 
and, and we broke up. And that was a relatively mundane relationship. And then after that is really when I started going like balls to the wall with this shit, and like mm. really and really approaching girls like crazy. Um, and then I got in my second relationship, and, and that was a very toxic one where it was this, I was full of anxiety all the time. Um, we don't have to like get into details, but people know what toxic relationships are like. And then when I broke up with her, I you know started going crazy again. But at that point. I think I, I it took me having like two very opposing types of relationships to to realize like, well, having like a really basic relationship where everything's easy and it wasn't that fulfilling. Having the crazy talks relationship is distracting me from everything. And I was in a mindset where like I don't really want to be in any relationship anymore. Mm. And I went back to dating at a more like appropriate pace at that time. <laughs> That's when I was more like I think setting the foundations for my growth. Where I was you know maybe a couple of dates a week if I liked a girl you know maybe see her you know on and off for a month or two. But I wasn't really I was really not looking for anything. And when I met Julia, we were both in Boston. We were at the same gym. We also matched on um, Bumble, I think it was. That's funny. Oh, yeah. nice. <laughs> and we started uh, we started hanging out, but it was it was a very casual thing. And she had just gotten out of like a five-year relationship. So like it, oh, so, so it yeah. felt like it was like she lived like, man, like a four-minute walk away. So it, it became this thing where we were both on the same page. Like, no, were you still in Brighton at the time? Or? No, I was living in Fenway at the time. Oh, okay. Fin, by the way, oh. Fenway was a great spot for a day. Yeah. It was so central. Every girl would just come to any of the bars in Fenway. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah man. Oh, yeah. Fenway's a good Log area. Logistics. That's what you see on the Except show all the time. Don't, 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 work, don't walk in the fence at night, guys. Do not well, walk in the fence it, at it, night. It's gotten a bit safer. I think when we were in college, it was bad. Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is, is it better now? It's, it's good. They've built it up a lot. There's a, okay. lot, of, there's a lot of new developments. Okay. Because I remember when I was a cousin, like, don't walk at the fence at night. I like three roommates that got jumped in the <laughs> walking home drunk in the fence man yeah dude that's it that shit is terrible uh i don't know quick super no, no, chat no. yeah we got uh, three okay uh myron you're you're from a muslim household and i am as well our religion allows us four wives as long as we can provide for all of them equally that is a caveat is that something you see yourself doing yes i will not definitely not be monogamous uh cal l 1399 had a beast thanks for being on the fresh free podcast uh, question for at beast your thoughts on investing like property stocks or crypto money mondays as always we appreciate taking your time being here we'll no, absolutely, we are going to talk about that in his app and his businesses uh christian ruiz 10 hours yep y'all are right you push the anxiety to the side and just drive through it gets easier over time i'm five one and cold approach i have friends taller than me that are scared to do absolutely and then real quick hold on on twitch we have a lot of subs donations get to subs thank you guys so for that don demarco is deserved Thank you, Thank guys. You Twitch. Thank you to all the Twitch uh, people. Thank you. Um, uh, goddamn, the quality way better than YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on Twitch, guys, yeah. The, the, it, like, I don't know what it is. Twitch is made for streaming. So Yo, if Twitch. you watch it on Twitch, it's clear. Here's what we'll do, right? You start a hype train, send in some more subs. How did Bisa give you a secret that he never said it on the air before? Oh, shit. There you go. Damn, so we get a sub train a going of... with a bunch of subs. He gives us a secret. I have to think of something. Update. <laughs> I put him on the spot. <laughs> on the spot. Uh, okay, so no, go, sorry, going back to what you were saying. So okay, so with uh, Julia, so you, uh, uh, so we met very casually dating. Um, yeah, you know, I was, I was still seeing other girls at the time, and it became like a very convenient thing because I was like, look, I'm not really looking for anything right now. She's like, I just got a long relationship. I'm not looking for anything right now. Um, super attracted to her. You know, the sex was super good. She was super chill to hang out with, and uh, it just became something that that like strung along for like three like four like five months and then i was in spain i, I think i mentioned my family's from spain i i try and go there every year for like a, a month or two mm -hmm. and then she happened to visit with her friend and uh they, they ended up staying at my family's place there and uh that that was kind of when i guess we decided to take the next step but it was it was more from a place of like i like this is really cool girl. I really enjoy hanging out with. If anything, I was trying to push her away. Like I don't, yeah. I don't want to date yeah. this girl. Yeah. And uh, we even briefly like kind of stopped talking because actually because I was going to Spain. And uh, 
And it just got to a point where I was like, I, I really like this girl. She's added value to my life. That was when the YouTube channel was starting to turn a corner. She was taking like a super like invested interest and really showing just a lot of like, uh, uh, like a, a lot of people when you're at that stage too, and you're doing something like YouTube, a lot of girls hanging out with it. Like, like what the fuck's this guy? Doing? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. like I feel like it was like, like there was like, like tolerating it just to like, for like, the, yeah. it, but like they, 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 you could tell they weren't like, they didn't like see the vision in the of future course. for it. Of and like, I think she really did. And she was, I you started to help me you know, film some videos. Um, and it came to the, she was starting to like, you know, invest a lot of energy into the business, but as well as the point that I just loved hanging out with her. I think she's, she's super cool. She makes me laugh every day. She has so much value to my life. And I was like, you know what, fuck it. Let, like, let's give it a shot. I was trying so hard to avoid the relationship. It's been a couple of years now. Uh, you know, let, let's see what happens. And then it's, you know, it's one of the things where it's four years later now. And I still feel like, like more like attracted and excited to her as time's gone on, which has never happened to me with another girl. And like she, she works with me now. She's a big part of all the businesses. We travel all the time together to all these cool places. We share like so many of the of the same values. And I feel like uh, if I removed her from the equation, I was single. Even if I was hooking up with like like the hottest chicks, like I genuinely just am making this decision from a place like I, I pr this is my preference. Guys, real quick, this is very important, very very important. He just said what we say on the show all the time. His girl added value to a point where he could not say no any longer. So basically, right. He had options, many options, but she added value to his business, to his life. And he said, you know what? That by itself alone is worth his weight in gold. And guess what? You're right. You could be single right now, living your lifestyle. But to have that value from someone that actually cares about you and your business is priceless. So, ladies, if you're listening to this right now, that's how you, that's how you get yeah. a man long term. You yeah. add value to his Facts. life outside of sex. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely, man. We're Like uh, we say on the podcast all the time when the girls come in, because the girls ask, how do I keep a guy around, especially uh, a higher status guy? Because I would consider you a high value guy. Yeah. Million subs on millions plus subs on YouTube, uh, you know, own multiple businesses, doing really well for yourself. Uh, you know, a public figure at this point. Um, a lot of people look up to you. And, you know, she was able to get you by adding value and, you know, be, being a compliment to your life. And a lot of girls want to know, how do I keep a guy around? You need to become an indispensable part of his life, man, where he can't really function to the highest level without you. You know, you're very important. You know, you don't want to be an interchangeable part. You need to be indispensable almost. So uh, not to make it sound like it's a commodity, but like, you yeah, know, you yeah. got to help the guy out. Because a lot I, of girls, I feel like, come into a relationship and they want to extract instead of, you know, help. Yeah. So sorry, well, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I will say that if it was at this point and I was single, I would be like, I'd end up being, because I see this with a lot of other my friends, you know, some of the guys in Houston were talking about that, like, mm. I'd be a lot more skeptical. Like, yeah. it means a lot to me that, like, we met and she's been with me, like, from since, the beginning, from the come up. Yeah. yeah. From the come up, man. When I still was under, you know, 10K on YouTube, I didn't really have anyone known, would recognize anything. Like, she's been with me since that point. And that's like something that if it, if it was, if I was single again now, I'd be just so, I feel like I'd be so suspicious, especially because I see with my friends of, of like what girls' motivations and stuff. Bro, yeah. the clout chase is real, Ooh. man. Like so many dudes, like, like, and that's one thing I'm kind of learning now from us being on YouTube is that like, uh, you know, if you have like a presence or you have like a social media following, whatever, some yeah. of these girls are vultures, bro. They'll that's... just want to come in just to like, you know, kind of clout chase, whatever it may be. And it's a real thing, man. Like, <laughs> listen, man, at this point, you can't finesse a finesse. So yeah, facts. Come through. I'm going yeah, to finesse facts. you, baby yeah, I'm girl. I'm going to finesse you, baby girl. Like, we know how, <laughs> how it goes. You know what I'm saying? But no, man, that's fantastic, bro. And that's, I would say that's like an example where, like, it worked that's out. an ideal. You it know what I'm saying? Out. Like, yeah. she she was with you from the bottom, helped you out. Now you're over a million plus subs. She was with you from the beginning. Bro. From like, the helping you. Now we're here. Yeah, there facts. You go. Like, help them film. Like, that. that's awesome that she would help you film, uh, like, approach <laughs> Yes. Oh man, we had a whole system down. It's going down Boylston Street or Com Man, we had a whole system down. 
Wow. <laughs> oh, that's real man. love, man. We'd be, we'd be on the phone. Like, she'd be like down a block. She'd be like, all right, there's a cute girl coming. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go position myself like, here at the phone. I'd be like, all right, I see. Right, oh, right, that's right. hilarious. That's awesome. For those that don't know, guys, Boston is like, Boston's like a main street in, in Boston. Like, it's a very nice area. A lot of bars, a lot of high end shops around there. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are always walking around. Newberry's the next block over. It's like, think of it as like the fifth Ave of, of, um, of um, Boston. Okay. So, real quick. Yeah. On Twitch, we got some donations. Shout out to everyone on a Twitch gang over there. Shapi O W S donated 90 bucks. Thank Wabbit you. Wabbit season 20 bucks. And Andrea 10 bucks. The girls on Twitch. Okay. Oh, okay. Shout out okay. to Andrea and the Twitch gang. Bro, real talk. A lot of girls be watching us. A lot. Uh, like a lot. More than I thought. Like, and, and then we're helping a lot of them are in relationships or they fixing their marriages, whatever it may be. So I'm glad, man, because we're telling women what they what, what men really want. You know what I'm saying? They yeah, and uh, donate to it at the same time. Like Derek Jackson, that nigga be fucking scammer, bro. <laughs> Pastor Poppy okay. Don. Okay, yeah, <laughs> Pastor Poppy Don. We, we don't even want to roast him right now. But okay, Christian oh. Ruiz. Yep, y'all are right. You push. Oh, no, no. We read that one. Okay. Uh, Alan, Alan Webb, Webb. 20 bucks. Beast. What do you think is the best way to say no to sex when you have too many plates spinning? <laughs> Always calling you up and you need to, you need to, you, uh, I don't know what you're trying to say there. And you need to you on your value. I don't know what that means. I'm at that point too. I think he means, yeah, I think he means he's up on his value. I don't know. And then Christian Ruiz, how the beast needs to attend an after hours and tell that same story to the girl. Oh, no. Ooh. Tomorrow, tomorrow, he guys. will. He will. Tomorrow. But uh, I guess, how do you turn down sex? Yeah, how do you turn on Dave? From girls. I mean, if, if there's if there's a girl <laughs> who like you're hanging out with, man, and, and like you just don't want to have sex with her, like you should probably just stop hanging out with her, right? Like, <laughs> like I mean, that's a pretty, especially with other options. That's like a pretty obvious sign that yeah. like it's it's probably just a waste off. of time. Yeah, yeah, yeah it sounds off, bro. Like, uh, you she probably sucks or something. Like, stop hanging out with her. Yeah, um, bro. Okay, uh, Twitch gang strong. Thank you guys so Thank much for guys. the support. So, and um, you and her are engaged now, right? Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Congratulations. That. Do you know? Uh, do you have know what day you guys are gonna get uh, tied in knot? Uh, it's gonna be in Spain. So because of COVID, we had uh, we've been engaged no, for over no. a year now. It's gonna be sometime next year. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, man. And uh, and you said your folks are from Spain, right? You speak fluent Spanish, right? From my mistake. Uh, yeah, no, it's. I would say it's it's almost fluent. When I'm once I'm there for a few days, they, like it's fully Come back. back. Yeah, because yeah. I've seen some of the videos yeah. with you and your boy. Uh, yeah. Dave, um, yeah, yeah, and uh, obviously, you know, you, you we've done a couple of pros videos in Mexico, in, in Mexico yeah, and, and, and yeah, Spanish, yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you got that 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 Spain Spanish, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is it? You guys pronounce the th when you guys uh, this, this, yeah, that's how you know it's like someone from <laughs> Spain, Spain, yeah, yeah. and your last name, bro. That's like the most Spanish last uh, de, de Morenas, de las Morenas, de las Morenas. That's yeah, yeah. Spanish <laughs> as fuck, bro. <laughs> yeah, uh, that uh, Castilian Spanish. Uh, shout, shout out to our boy RP Thor. Congratulations to having a favorite human being, uh, having a favorite human being at your side for a year in and year out. You can build an incredible empire with a woman that brings added value to the relationship. Yeah, yeah RP Thor, guys, has been married for a long time with his wife. And listen, guys, see, here's the thing about the RP. And I'm going to just say this real quick. Guys, you got to understand that men and women work better together. Okay. Yeah. A lot of guys in RP, a lot of you guys just hate chicks. Let's keep it a stack. A lot yep. of y'all niggas is fucking misogynist. You guys hate women. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep it keep it up a thousand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, no, fuck women. Oh, no, no, no. Right, bro, the, you know the, what I'm saying? I showed you today on, on the IG. Oh, <laughs> we can't say that on air. No, but that, that shit had me dead. It was so, it was some somebody sent a message to one of the female guests from yesterday. Oh, I can't imagine. Dead. Yeah, it was crazy. But the point is, is that a lot of you guys, man, are on some like hating women type shit. Listen, guys, men and women work better together than they do apart. And if you could find a girl and vet her and put her through her paces and see that she adds value, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And she's with you on the come up and then helps you rise up. That's probably a girl you want to keep by your side, guys. You know what I'm saying? Like women could be a fantastic addition to your life if you know what you're doing and you know how to vet her properly. Like, for example, me and Myron, you see us with different girls almost every single day. But the ones you see with us constant, you know, all the time, 
that girl is adding value to our lives. Yep. So you yep. said with a single twice, she's adding value. So off rip, not every girl is the same. I mean, the majority are definitely for the streets. Yeah, but at the same true. time, understand that there are going to be some women that add value to your life and keep them around. Because guess what, good fellas? If you can happen to go to ask, actually cares about you as a person and then as a lover, why why just why throw away? You feel me? And so, not only that, like if you got a chick that's like helping you out, whatever, yeah. it's actually going to be better for you because then you don't have to go out and spend time sourcing. Yep. We all know sourcing takes up like a shit ton a of, time. Lot of time. Yeah. So if you got like a girl by your side that helps, I mean, your business has probably been like, exponentially better with her by your side because now you got her helping you you don't yeah. have to spend time court chasing after other chicks and you're able to like focus 100 percent on your business endeavors right yeah for sure i mean and her just being in the youtube videos has definitely like helped it, it adds a different dynamic to the channel of course but, yeah. but to comment on like what, what, what y'all are talking about yeah sure i think that it's people just love extremes right it's just it's easier yeah. it's easier to to go to an extreme than to kind of like acknowledge the nuance you know when it comes to like COVID is like no one should wear a mask or everyone should wear a mask rather yeah. than like let's let's like talk about the nuances and I think people uh they apply the same thing when it comes to dating where you have people who are either like like you should never marry a girl ever or like every man has like the responsibility to marry a girl and start a family it's like well there's, there's like probably like some truth in between we can find yeah yeah and, and also like average people do average things right what I mean is you can have like an average ass chef making some average food you could have an average YouTuber making average YouTube videos mm -hmm. and when you take two average people put them in a relationship it's gonna be like an average relationship and that's why like you that's why for me personally like, you, you see like the high divorce rate and stuff it doesn't bother me because I'm like well like people are like average and like if you yeah. think most people don't take the time to to work on themselves and, and to like acknowledge their insecurities and, and and do those things do that work so then they get in a relationship and like like what? What it, if you any insecurities you have? Like you automatically start like projecting that on the person you're dating. When, yeah. Like that's why like people like cheat or, or people like put down their insignificant other or there's abusive relationships because like people have something that they don't feel like good about themselves and then they put that on their partner. Yeah, and that's why like if you I mean even if I ask you guys, but if you ask me, it's like you know how many people do you know who are in like good relationships? It's like it takes you a second to think. Most relationships yeah. you're like tough, like, bro. You shouldn't be in yeah. that relationship, yeah. man. Yeah, and, it, and it's. And that's why, like, you just you have to acknowledge the nuance. And and I think also something that that uh, that's important to note is that, like, anytime you take a risk in life, that means like it could have a positive outcome or yeah. a negative outcome. And it's like, yeah, you could sit around and be like, I'm never gonna, you know, put my trust in a girl because she might cheat on me, and then yeah. that'd be the end of it. But uh, you could use that same uh, that same logic to be like, well, I'm never gonna start a business because you know I could just I could end up losing some money and I could and that would be bad. It's like, yeah, that could happen. Yeah, you know, my girl, like Julie, she could cheat on me someday. But like you have to be like it, it, not just with relationships with anything you have to be like strong enough to like acknowledge risk and be like i'm going to move forward and if you know the worst thing happens and they go, they, my girl cheats on me it's like that doesn't mean it's the end of the world especially if you've been leveling up yourself exactly you have a lot of people in the red pill i think who who have it in their head that like if i put my trust in a girl and she betrays me that's like the worst thing that could ever happen to me and i'm going to be like i'm just going to be so miserable so i'm never even going to put myself in that position and i'm not saying you, you know everyone needs to have a girlfriend or be monogamous it's like yeah. people have can have their preferences yeah but I'm saying that it is just important to, to to like to acknowledge these things and be like, yeah, there is risk with that, and yeah. and that's okay. Not like if this girl cheats on me, it's like the end, like the world's gonna end, and like I can never bounce back. It's yeah. like, well, maybe you learn some lessons along the way. Yeah, and yeah. I, and I'll say this, man. Like, uh, obviously, on the on this podcast, we typically tell guys don't get married. You know, we tell guys, you know, based on the numbers and the statistics, it's probably in your best interest to not get married. I ain't doing but it. But what I will say is this. We bring in our attorneys, guys, Jen Pratt and everything like that, family lawyers. Yeah. And they give you guys ways to kind of do it without destroying yourself, right? Yeah. So, because we understand that some guys want to get married. And to yeah. be honest with you, if you want to raise children in the best environment, you, you should, should be married. You know what I'm saying? 
kid, the best kids come out of a two parent household. And typically you want to be married for that two parent household. So I'm not going to knock people and tell them, don't get married. You know, like, don't do it. You can just understand. My thing is just have your eyes wide open going into it. You know what I'm saying? As I'm so, saying, you got to yeah, acknowledge yeah. the risks. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, and it comes down to like, you know, how risk tolerant are you? Are you set up in a way where if it were to not work out, you have things in place to protect yourself? It is what it is, which is why we bring Jen in and her husband, Dan, which is fantastic episodes. If you guys want to check out those episodes that we talk about marriage. But um, but on, on your side, too, I see where you're coming from. Like this woman has helped you from the beginning. And. You know, you, the life is all about risk, man. Being an entrepreneur is a risk. You know, starting a business is a risk. Getting married is a risk. Moving, everything has a risk. Moving, moving the city it. you live in. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Go, going to Houston and going back to Austin. A- you know what I'm saying? Approaching a girl's a risk, man. It's, everything yeah. is a risk, yeah. you know? So yeah, it comes so, down to... What's like, what's like, do you want to optimize your life for, like, the maximum enjoyment and just to have, like, the like to have like the happiest, like, most fulfilling life? Or do you want to optimize your life just to, like, I just want to avoid anything that's going to be painful or uncomfortable? Yeah, because, yeah. like... Some people are just being really weak, and that's why they cling to like a more extreme red pill mindset because, yeah. like, well, this is gonna protect me from any like pain I could have. Yeah. And it's yeah, like, well, that's that's not that's not how I want to live my life. We give guys the good and the bad. Yeah, I mean, we do highlight a lot of the bad because there is some truth to like. No, having, but you need no, that, you that need risk. to because most people aren't aware of that. Yeah, and I'll say this right. So I like your opinion because it's very open minded in terms of like, okay, you know what? I understand the risk, but I'm willing to, I'm willing to take it. But some guys, however. Are not willing to take the risk, yeah. so I understand both sides. You feel me? Yeah. Like, me, me personally, I'm not getting married again. I did it one time, so I, I know it was. But at the same Stupid. time, I understand what goes into it, so that's my personal choice. But then, it, once again, the viewer yourself, you have your personal choice as well. Yeah, and life is about everyone's choices. circumstances are yeah. different. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's all choices. You so. know, so it, and, and that's the thing I like about our podcast, guys, is like we bring people from different backgrounds, different things. Like we're not just gonna make this echo, a, chamber. A echo chamber of RP like yeah. anger and all this other stuff, man. Like we bring in guys. That have that might be RP aware that aren't like obviously Dave is is RP aware you know what I'm saying and he's making a conscious decision to do it and I think based on like what you've told us like man she she's like fantastic you a know keeper, what I'm saying bro. that's look a keeper you know what I'm saying so dog. his chick was from the early days Ice Facts. Cube early yep. days yep. and look they're still together now yeah I mean they make cheating stuff now but at the same time they understand what it really was so they tied her down early because she was there from the beginning exactly you know start from the bottom now we're here cool so uh real quick with this then we're going to start talking about the entrepreneurship yes. okay uh el barracho 10 hours beast can you tell me your experience on trt and how long you've been on it we did that yeah i think we answered that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah how long you've been on it though uh, it's been a it's been about like a year and a half i want to say yeah. okay um uh 20 bucks Stephen t the two nook the head y'all had two knuckleheads okay y'all had previously on the show is prime example why not everyone with money and clout is high value not everyone with clout deserves to come here to be honest hey man yep. we bring a uh, different perspectives my friend because we can't just bring in rp people all day and just listen to the same shit yep on a bra that's the biggest thing about our podcast bros we want to bring people from different uh um backgrounds question for fresh what red flags do you see most often in women these days oh man you keep, need- it, keep it short and quick one is attention seeking two is entitlement and number three is caring about themselves only and not you as their lover. Shout out to our boy, Sydney MGTOW. Go subscribe to his YouTube channel, Australian $2. Facts across with nuance is the real RP. Thank you, man. And then uh, J- Minter- JDM Integer. Yeah. I think he means like a car. Yeah. Question. Let's say you meet this girl. She adds value to your life, but you find out she has a past. Like this girl is comparable to what the beast is describing about his girl. Oh, so he's saying like his chick was, uh, yo, that comes down to you, bro. Yeah, you every got- guy, every guy is, is going to have different tolerance levels on a woman's promiscuity in the past. You got it better. That's you know all. what I'm saying? That, yeah, that comes down. That's your personal choice. Like some guys like don't care. Some guys get mad about that. You know what I'm saying? It bothers them. So it comes down to your personal preference. If it was too much for you, like don't do it. You know what I'm saying? No, investing. The, yeah. Uh, okay. So you have an app. Can you tell us about the Beastly app mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, how you came about with that, how it's going, everything like that? I know you had made some updates to it recently. 
Um, and but how did that all get started? Well, look, I mean, I, I had sold a lot of like PDF based programs, like most fitness influencers would sell right course, like yeah. that's, that's where you start and then i'd upgraded to having like a membership website where you actually log in there's videos it's like a lot higher level than that but i was like man it would just be cool if we had an app and, and there's, there had been other there's a lot of like companies out there the white label these apps they make them and they just like look we'll put your branding in it we'll put your workout trainerize is one of them yep yeah. yeah but even a lot of people who have their their own apps it's really just like like there's like gin flow is like a is, a is a company that makes apps for a lot of influencers and when you download it, it looks like it's the dude's app but they don't they only allow like some small level of customization. So I talked to a few of them. They're like, we can do that. But we can't do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. I'm like, this is going to end up being worse than my membership site. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so I found a, a development team they're called SB concept out of Germany. Um, and they are, they're super legit that we built it from the ground up mm. and it's, it's been about a year now since we launched it. And we've, we've continually made updates to it because you come in with like a mindset of like, these are all the things I've required and then you implement them. And then there's inevitably bugs, but then inevitably you get, I mean, I think we have over like 30 or 40,000 dudes who like downloaded the app and used it. And like you get a lot of feedback. That's Pe- awesome. People want this. I thought people, you know, for example, uh, for, I'm trying to think. Much. For example, for example, <laughs> example t-shirts, <laughs> guys. Go ahead. So, so for example, like right now, the way the app designs it, it tracks your weight for every exercise. And at the end, let's say you're supposed to do bench press, you know, three sets of 12 and your weight last time was like 225 pounds. If you hit it at the end, it just says, did you reach like the target reps in every set? If you say yes, it adds five pounds. If you say no, you repeat the same weight next week. It's implementing progressive overload, which again, I haven't even seen any other apps to do that. So I think it's already head and shoulders above. But now people are like, well, I kind of like to know the amount of reps I did last week too. Because technically if I did, you know, 225 pounds, for 10 reps, I didn't reach the 12, but then this week I could still aim to get 11 reps instead of 10. So now we're adding in like, you know, rep tracking. So you're going to be able to see every single rep, you, the amount of reps you've done for every single exercise in past weeks. Um, but, you know, little by little, you just, you get more, you get more ex- ex- knowledge and you just want to, at least for me, I, I want to make this app that it's like a no fucking brainer that doesn't matter if you've been lifting for a long time or you're new to the gym. It just adds so much value that it's like, well, I'm just I'm going to be making better progress with this one. Without it, it just makes my diet and my training that much better. Right. Um, so I'm trying to make it as good as possible. We actually have another big update in the works now. I got to talk with the developers tomorrow morning to see an update of it. But uh, okay, we're going to we're like redoing a lot of like the, the UI just to make it even just to make it a lot more like fresh looking fresh and fit looking down below right here yeah and we've there been putting go. it yeah guys we've been putting the link to it uh there as well in the, the chat so go ahead and give it a shot uh go ahead and download it because it's on the app store and it's on the google play store as well right yeah you can go to beastlyapp.com or you can just search beastly fitness in either of the, the app stores whether you're an Android. Here's a quiz right here too yeah um, so the physique quiz if you do that the physique quiz is beastquiz.com that's more going to kind of uh that, that's going to ask you a few simple questions and it's going to recommend for you like the right like diet and workout to follow okay both of which would be available in, inside the app the app is a free seven-day trial too so you can you know you can try fantastic it. so yeah. they can try it out and see how yeah, they yeah, like if it. you don't like it, you can cancel it's not a big deal yeah. yeah and what else are you invested in like stocks real estate crypto um stocks i, I have a little crypto from from back in the day but i've just I'm, honestly the way i look at it is i'm putting any money i can into this like you know basic like index funds and i'm okay. just i'm not i'm That's not trying bet. yeah i'm not trying to like just dis- to take mental energy away from everything i'm doing because mm. i know a lot of my friends who they they, they get into crypto they get into this they get into that and then every time i'm with them they're just like looking at their, their fucking <laughs> yeah. portfolio all day and i'm like man i just my mental energy is like so precious that yeah. like I, y- yes yeah. yes if i 
invested a lot of time into and I and I have some money in crypto, but like if I invested this much time into always like kind of like shifting around my portfolio, it would distract me from my other businesses. Right. And I'd rather just get like like this the safe return with the primary like you know most of my 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 money in these index funds, where it's like you probably get like eight percent a year, right? Yeah. And then just Which like fantastic and focus the rest of my efforts on just making a bunch more more money, so I can oh. put more money in there. Yeah. Because even at eight percent a year, like. Yeah, maybe you invest at the right crypto, you know, at the right like altcoin at the right time, and you like you know you ten x your money, and it could work out. But like for sure, if I just keep making more money, keep putting in index funds, you know, within a few years, hopefully we just reach the point where I'm, the amount of money I'm making same thing from return after that, I'm just making enough to live yeah. on that. Don't have to worry about as much. You're focusing more on like earning more versus like trying to like divert your you know mental energy on like investing into like things that you know is speculative. Because I hate to say it, like. Cryptocurrency is speculative, yeah, man. Like, Elon throws a tweet out and the whole yeah, market shifts. That, exactly. That's the definition of a skip, speculative market. Yeah, 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 yeah facts. Yeah. Like Elon threw, threw, <laughs> threw a tweet out, it went up, and then he threw another tweet out and it went down. And I'm and I'm in crypto myself. I got uh, Ethereum and I got uh, yeah. Bitcoin, you know, and I hold a decent amount of it. But yeah, I always say invest enough where it ain't going to have you Hurt up at you. night late because I agree with you, bro. I got a couple buddies that are heavy into crypto. I'm talking about like 90% of their wealth is in cryptocurrency and they're checking that stuff all day, every day. And I'm like, bro, like, nah. <laughs> my thing is, I, I like that guys are investing in something at least rather than nothing. But my thing is, if you're going to do that, right, think about this because if you go and invest in crypto and you get a big win, that's awesome. But what's next? It's done from there. Yeah. So if you've got a business that's generating income, that business can go for months, years. Yeah. Crypto is like, okay, boom, invest money. I'm going to pull it out at some point. But then what's next? Yeah, so, I, I just think a lot of younger dudes just they, they, there's this like image on social media that people are it's like the gold rush with fucking crypto and you Facts. have all these young dudes who think like I'm Dogecoin just, just going to get ripped off of crypto Dogecoin, and, and it's not that you Dogecoin. can't make money and there are people making money off of crypto but it's also it's at the point now that it's like enough of people enough people are aware about crypto that you shouldn't look at it as like a get rich quick thing it should Facts. be like once yeah. you've covered like your investments for like the short term for any like short term spending you have you know, whether you're trying to you know buy a house or whether you have something you're about to move or whatever it is you know then after that i'd still invest a good chunk into like index funds and then if you have some money to play with you don't worry about worry about yeah. losing it throw yeah. it into crypto but like too many young dudes are just looking at crypto as like yeah like those going like to the moon like it's yeah. like Oh, you could you could make some money off it, but like chances are you're going to waste a bunch of time and energy and probably not come out kind of even or something. I, I would say the, the litmus test is if it can negatively impact your mood to the point where it's stressing you out, you probably have too much invested in it with crypto, at least. You well, know and, you know, like top people will say anywhere from like one to five percent yep. of your portfolio in yep. crypto, which means you have 95 percent invested in like traditional like stocks and index funds. And like yep. a lot of these young dudes, you know, they, they you know, they're Hell not, in, no, you know, they're no, not they're invested not in like traditional that. securities. Yeah. Hell no. They're going to be like, oh, this is stupid. This is what my dad used to do or my grandpa. And me, me, me and Fresh, we're, we're in uh, we're not in the stock market. We're actually in real, real estate. estate. Yeah. Um, real estate also is a proven commodity that's going to appreciate yeah. over time. I mean, exactly yeah. exactly and yeah i mean i'm real estate i do have crypto as well i'm not in the index funds but i've i've heard from many people how it's like a fantastic way to go it's like it's just it, super easy it's safe too, too. Yeah. yeah it's easy man it's, yeah. you just find like a you know low low fee like vanguard fund you just put money in there like it's gonna grow over time yep. Mario, yeah is that, yeah exactly and then you, like and i like the idea that you do it to like focus more mental energy on like the ink you know getting more income which i think is yeah. a huge thing and they've investing it back in the business like we do as well you know with everything that we get you know new equipment whatever it is when we're gonna make upgrades we always like try you know invest in the business first and everything else goes out build your brand man that's important yeah so Um, yo we got some uh subs from our loyal twitch followers thank you guys so we got mex underscore carito donated five subs and some more people so shout out to y'all and also super chats 
No, we're good. Cool. We're good. Got it. All, All right, right. So, cool. David, where can people find you? Uh, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> hey! How to Beast? How to Beast? I mean, Beast on YouTube, How to Beast on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, you know, Beastly app is the fitness app. Edge is the uh, the clothing brands and shirt with these. these oh, yeah, yeah. These Tell us about like, your clothing yeah. brand real quick. All right. So, yeah, um, it's super dope clothing. But, uh, Clothing is something that I always tell people because it's like one of like the, the businesses that everyone's like, oh, I want to have my own clothing brand. Yeah, yeah I would tough. if I was like doing it over again, I probably would have not had a clothing brand. And what I mean right. is, there's so many variables. I you know I, I told them on my YouTube channel earlier we had like basically a hundred thousand dollars worth of merchants. I was like, just, just lost because they got delivered to like the wrong warehouse. Wow. And we recovered most of it at like over like six months, but there's a lot of friction. Um, you have to put. Basically, you have to make the investment into like the bulk order you have being produced, which at, at our size now is usually around you know fifty to one hundred fifty k. And you you're, you make that investment, and then like you wait like a few months before you get that in stock, and then yeah. you and then you sell through it. If you don't, you know, if you only order enough to sell out, which we did at first, it, it's great. It's a little bit less risk, but then you have all these people in between launches that I like, go where I can't buy anything. Um, there's some percentage of returns. There's some percentage of stuff that's going to be defective just because when they're mass producing things, maybe like one little stitching thing yeah, messed up. Exactly. Um. There's a lot of friction and the, the, the profit margin is not like insane. Um, I love doing it. And at the point I'm at, we have momentum. I've figured out so many different aspects. When you first get into it, you're like, I want to make a cool t-shirt. But when you're like, when you're custom, like building this thing with your own like factory overseas, it's like, you have to know like the measurement from here to here, the measurement from here to here, the measurement from here to here, you know, every little, you need to learn like, First, you think it's like, oh, it's, you know, this is like 95% cotton, 5% spandex, but it's like, but what's the fabric weight? Mm. Like, I don't know what the fucking fabric weight is. Like, it's like 220 GSM. And then you, you start learning all these different fabric weights, all these different um, hem types. And like, like it, it's not something just to like casually, that's what I tell people. Like, if you look, if your dream is like design clothes and that's cool, but it's not something to like casually, like, yeah. oh, I'm going to dip my toes it's into tough, it. Dude. Like, it's like, this is like three years of doing it now. And now we're getting to the point where I feel like we have a legitimate business. Not that it hasn't made money, but that like it's 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 there's a lot of there's a lot of details and a lot of things you gotta consider. And not only that, man, for those that don't know, like you're in athleisure with athleisure is extremely competitive. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like Gymshark put that on the map, you know, almost a decade ago now at this point. And then uh and then, you know, obviously, you know, uh, Christian Guzman came out Alpha Elite, and then uh Max has um Ever Forward, and then now you have your clothing brand. And there's just so many uh, brands out there. Nike is into it as well now. Nike kind of caught on. Adidas, all the uh, Reebok, Puma, and Athleisure is a very popular um, clothing niche, I guess I would say. Because, yeah, like getting in shape is like cool. You know what I'm saying? Well, a lot not, of people yeah, are another, another reason. Yeah, another reason is another consideration. I mean, luckily, I think, you know, people in their 20s and 30s, maybe in their teens now, like now they look at like, they in the past, you know, when it was first at Gymshark and Alphalete, it was like, I could get that, but I could also just go to like Dick's Sporting Goods and get like some Nike stuff. But now I think people look at buying things online, specifically like athleisure clothing as like a main part of their wardrobe. So yeah. there's a lot more like demand for it than there yeah. was as well. It's become a very like mainstream thing. Yes. Like everyone's like picks their favorite brands online. They, they buy it because they know like usually the stuff is just made and like fitted better than if you walk into some store like H&M and buy something. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and uh, athleisure's like exploded in the past like decade. So I've noticed that like there's been a bunch of clothing brands. And man, kudos to you for getting in that field, bro, because it is extremely competitive to, to sell clothing. You know what I mean? And it's... uh. It costs quite a bit of money to like get into it, so a lot of guys can't do it. You know what I'm saying? So yep, that's uh awesome, bro. And, and what's the name of the, what's the website uh, if people want to get get the merch? Uh, shopedge.co. Shopedge.co. And okay. then what's the website for the, the supplements? 
Uh, I don't have my own supplement brand. Okay. So so the supplement that you saw in that video, I released like a signature pre-workout. Transparent Labs is the brand that sponsors me. So we we, okay. did, we, we had okay. like a beast bulk pre-workout is called. It's like we did like I did like the flavor with them. We tweaked the formula a little bit. But, okay. Uh, yeah, it's not, okay. It's not my own brand. Okay. And you have like a code with them, I'm, I'm guessing? Yeah, or, co beast. link? Code beast. Code yeah. beast. Okay. And we'll make sure we put that in the description box for you guys that want to support. Um, cool. Okay. Real quick. Uh, we'll hit some of these super chats. Um, Inos, uh, I'm so blind. Shout out from Denmark. Been following your content for some time now. Don DeMarco, keep awesome. Thank you so Thank much, you, man. I appreciate that, man. Okay. Uh, all right. We're caught up. And then, uh, Trey, we had something with Twitch, right? Trey? No, we're, we're good. We're good. Oh, we're good. Okay. Right, yo, so Thank you to everyone on Twitch, by the way, that's been donating subs and everything else like that, guys. We appreciate it greatly. Um, and then, so, Dave, can you give us some final words, bro? What are your? Well, I, I wanted to say thank you, guys. Like, yeah, y'all have a good experience here. Like, y'all have like the studio. Like, y'all made this an experience. Aside from that little airport hiccup, but <laughs> I, I, I yeah. owe him one for that. I, I definitely do. Dinner tonight. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm, yeah. I'm starving, man. But uh, no, I just, no, I just wanted to say, like, I appreciate y'all. You know, y'all make me feel like feel like a very welcome guest. Um, we got you, man. You know, I yeah, no, it. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, bro. I, I owe him one for the airport. We're gonna catch a workout tomorrow, guys. And uh, <laughs> cool. So go follow How to Beast on Instagram, YouTube, everywhere. Follow mm -hmm. Myron Unplug Fit Two T's. Follow me, Fresh Print CEO. And then follow Chris, uh, Aaron C. Parks. You have a Facebook page too, right? Your Facebook too? Yeah, I don't really do too much. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's had okay. a beast. Trade Talk Sports. Talk, don't follow it. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's the first. So tomorrow, don't follow it. Tomorrow we're going to have him with some ladies. Late night show is going to be insane. So stay tuned for it, guys. All right, guys. Thank you so much, man. We'll catch you guys tomorrow night. Peace. Peace.